Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line for our Eyes on the Tigers segment is uh, Curtis Wilkerson, who covers Arkansas for the Hogsports.com. Curtis, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. First question with you uh, about would be about Raheem Sanders. Uh, uh, it sounded from coach that he was not going to play today. Um, any news on if Rocket Sanders is going to be a go for today or is he going to be a scratch? Yeah, well, first of all, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's, it's good to join you today. And, yeah, that's kind of the million-dollar question with Arkansas right now. You know, Raheem Sanders, Rocket, as they like to call him, is uh, – Poised such a big part to that offense, the rushing attack for the Razorbacks has been, you know, one of the best in the country the last couple of years. He's obviously a big part of that. Uh, has missed the last two games, and and you know he returned to practice this week. Maybe was able to be out there Monday and Tuesday, uh, but boy, he really didn't look like a guy that was preparing to play. You know, they had him out there doing some limited reps. He was obviously non-contact. Uh, seemed to me early in the week that he might be a guy that that's a week away from playing. Um, okay. I don't think he's officially been ruled out just yet, but I would be surprised if we saw much, if any, of Rocket Sanders tonight in LSU. Okay. Herb? How does Coach Pittman get these guys up from a disappointing loss last week against BYU to coming to the Tiger Stadium, playing on a Saturday night under the lights? And, uh, and, and, uh, and right now, in my opinion, a red-hot LSU team coming in from last week. How does Coach Pittman get these guys up and ready to play? Well, it's a big challenge for him. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, Arkansas played Kent State at, at home, and, you know, that was a game that they probably uh, should have won very, very handedly. But they uh, they looked a little flat in that game and, and hit some speed bumps there, and they won comfortably 28-6. to six. It was never really in question. Uh, but you could tell they weren't quite up for it. And, you know, so the week leading up to that BYU game at home last week, uh, boy, you heard them say all the right things, you know, that the vibe was different, that it, that it felt right, that they were laser-focused. Uh, and then came out there and just had a really sloppy performance in front of a big crowd at home and wound up yep. losing that game uh, to BYU. So, you know, we've heard the same things this week, that they've wiped the slate clean. Uh, the slate clean. They know that uh, this is a, a big game. It's a trophy game. They take those seriously. They want to bring that boot back to Fayetteville and, and obviously get yep. off to a good start uh, in SEC play. So they have every reason to go down to Baton Rouge and, and be a motivated ball club. They're saying the right things. Uh, but they've got to go down there and look the part. So I, I think, you know, for a lot of Ridgeback fans right now, they'll, they'll probably believe it when they see it. Curtis, uh, 
Man, one guy I really like. Coach O brought him in, and, and that was Landon Jackson, defensive end. He came in here. Man, he was a tall drink of water. Uh, I think his second number was a three when he got here. And then he hurts his knee. Um, I think he was not real happy maybe how things were progressing. And he decides to transfer to Arkansas. He's been turned out to be a really good football player for you guys. But he's also not the 230-pound guy anymore. Uh, I've seen him in the, in the uniform, and he, he's got a little bit of more meat on the bone, so to speak. Yeah, you, yeah, that, that might be an understatement, man. It's, it's really been impressive to see him develop. You know, when he transferred to Arkansas, he was still, you know, kind of recovering from that knee injury. And, and you could kind of see uh, the lights come on for him throughout the course of last season. You know, as, as the year progressed, he started making more and more of an impact. Uh, but he was playing a little bit light there at, at defensive end. And, uh, man, he's just been a, an animal, you know, throughout the course of this offseason. He's gained over 40 pounds since the end of last season. It, it's it's incredible. Wow. He's up to around 280 now, and you mentioned it. Uh, he's a big boy at, at six foot seven. So uh, he's been kind of a revelation for Arkansas in that, that defensive line that might be the strength of the team right now. Uh, really good coming off the edge. I mean, he's a, he's a quick switch guy at that size. And, He's been able to get in the backfield and disrupt some things. And it's interesting. You'll see in some third down packages where they will actually send him inside uh, and have him mm-hmm. play some defensive tackle on the interior as well. So it's kind of a jack-of-all-trades up front for Arkansas. Uh, really, really nice addition for them out of the field. Last week, Arkansas struggled a little bit, well, a lot of bit, on the offensive line. Um, and they kind of have been struggling as of late here throughout this season, or it's early, you know, first half of the season, if you will. How does Coach Pittman get these guys to change their mindset, their focus, or, or they're just they're straight, you know, just physically? And then also, is K.J. Jefferson comfortable in this new offense? He's got some really good stats. His stats look, look fairly well, but it's just it, it almost seems as if it's not clicking quite like that. So is, is K.J. does K.J. really like this new offense, if you will? And then how can Coach Pittman get this offensive line back on track? Yeah, those are, those are a couple of really good observations. You know, with the offensive line first, I, I think if anybody can get it figured out, it, it should be Sam Pittman. I mean, he's got 30 years of, of background as an offensive line coach. And, uh, you know, they've got a couple of nice anchors there, guys who are, you know, multi-multi-year starters and Brady Latham and Bo Limmer uh, at guard and center, respectively. Uh, but part of the issue for him is, has been a lack of continuity. They had some injuries throughout camp. They've had to shuffle some things around. Uh, and then they're young at the tackle spots. And they've got a, a redshirt freshman and a, and a mm, sophomore mm. at the tackle spots. Guys who are Yo. incredibly talented. You know how it is over at LSU. You had that last year. Yeah. Uh, and so they're kind of getting their feet wet. You know, I think these guys are going to be really good for them at some point. Uh, but, boy, it's kind of baptism by fire right now. So we'll see how that progresses. And with KJ, uh, I think you nailed it. I, I think there's a little bit of an adjustment period. He's trying to work out the kinks in this new offense and get comfortable uh, because you're right, you know, the thing that makes Jefferson so special is you know, he's, a, he's a big quarterback. He's got a big arm. He likes to take shots down the field. He can improvise and create with his legs. He's at his best uh, when he's not thinking and he's just doing. And I think what you're seeing with K.J. Jefferson right now is he's thinking a little bit too much in this offense, going through his progressions, his reads, and you have to be able to do that. Uh, but when it becomes second nature, that's when he's really dangerous. And I, I think that's mm-hmm. kind of why this rich back offense has been stuck in first gear so far. Curtis, uh, everybody saw what happened last week with Malik Neighbors. And, but I would expect they're going to have Moody McLaughlin on him most times. 
uh, unless they're going to double-team him. Uh, <laughs> Mississippi State didn't even bracket him last week. I mean, they, it was one-on-one. Crazy. My thing is, man, you, you can't leave that corner out there. He's going to get burnt. Uh, I think that's a great matchup to watch. Both sort of know one another a little bit because Moody was here uh, at mm-hmm. LSU, and he was a good corner here. Now, again, sometimes his play was a little erratic, but I think he's matured uh, from his days uh, at LSU. But that's a matchup I want to watch because everybody's eyes were glued on Malik last week, and Jade made some throws. He was just dropping the ball in the bucket uh, to him. So McLaughlin versus Neighbors tonight. Yeah, that's that's going to be a, a really, really fun matchup to watch. And you're right, you know, Moody's come a long way, man. He, he definitely has and kind of emerged as a leader on this defense, uh, you know, an all-SEC caliber corner for Arkansas. And he's, you know, he's really made an impact already this year. He had an interception in the first game. He forced a fumble last week. He's been disruptive on the back end, uh, but he has been a little bit banged up. He's been dealing with a turf toe injury. You know, he only played oh. one snap a couple weeks ago against Kent State. Uh, they didn't start him against BYU, but they got him in there. He wound up playing most of the game. So that's something to keep an eye on. You know, Sam Pittman said this is probably as close to 100% as he's been all season. They're going to need that to hold true because obviously he's got his work cut out for him. Uh, but you're right. I, I think it's got to be a, a team effort against neighbors. I mean, what he did last weekend, was, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. It was absurd. So he's going to have some help there over the top. I, I think one guy that could help him out. Uh, it's Hudson Clark on the back end. You know, it's a redshirt senior, a guy who went to walk onto a scholarship player, uh, but he's a really high IQ guy for Arkansas. He's played corner for a couple years. Uh, he's played nickel. He's spent a lot of time at safety the past couple of seasons. Kind of a rover for that defense. Really good eye for the ball. He's kind of a ball hawk. And I think he's going to be a guy that will give him some help there on the back end. They're going to need it. What, what is the mood in Arkansas? Because – I gather there's disappointment. Uh, you know, you, you get beat by BYU on your turf. Uh, and you can start to hear a little bit, you know, that, man, some disgruntlement here of what's happened here. Our strength is really now our weakness, offensive line play. Defensive line has played pretty well and really gotten a good pass rush on no matter who they played, they've gotten a pretty good rush. Onto the thing, your star players missed a couple games and maybe a third game. KJ Jefferson, to me, this adjustment to a new scheme. What uh, <laughs> you adjust to KJ? That's right. you know, I, That's I, right. I, don't, I don't get this madness of you trying to put the square peg in the round hole. It don't work <laughs> that way. And I do think um, maybe, maybe it's not. To me, KJ Jefferson looks like he's banged up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, man, we 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 got to get you guys down here and and start talking on the Fayetteville beat a little bit because you're you're nailing it. I mean, you're <laughs> you're spot on. <laughs> it's unreal. I mean, when you when you got a guy uh, that that can be a, a game changer, a difference maker, somebody who can take over and, and put you on their back and go win a game for you. Uh, but man, if things aren't working, you got to tailor things to his strengths, and that's one thing I wonder. You know, if we're going to see that a little bit more this week, some more design runs. Are they going to start, you know, moving the pocket and getting him out on the move a little bit? you got to do some things there because he's not a guy who's just going to be able to sit back there and, and stand in the pocket uh, and look to take his shots. It's not his game. It's not what he does well. So, uh, yeah, and I think that's part of the frustration from, from Razorback fans right now because the defense was such a weakness for Arkansas last year. 
change coordinators, and, and they've really looked much improved so far this year. And then the offense that carried you last year, you got a lot of pieces back. Uh, and, and boy, it's really been a struggle so far. And, you know, you mentioned that BYU game. Uh, you would like to be to a point as a program where you just don't lose to a BYU at home. And that's no knock against them. I thought they played really well. But you want to be to a point as a program where you win those games. Uh, and it's also the way that it went down. You know, it just things yeah. that you shouldn't have going on in year four uh, under Sam Pittman with the offensive line struggles the missed assignments, some uncharacteristic turnovers, and then 14 penalties for 125 yards. You're not going to beat anybody with 14 penalties, especially on the road. they got to clean that up. Curtis, thanks so much for joining us. Man, we really appreciated great insights on the Arkansas Razorbacks. And, uh, man, uh, if they had problems getting the snap off and all these pre-snap penalties and jumping off sides and everything at home, Man, they're going to hear an earful tonight when they get in Tiger Stadium. Definitely. Uh, it's going to be really, really loud there. So it'll be interesting to see how that young offensive line will hold up against a rowdy crowd. And I think a young defensive line for LSU, I think, is fixing to, to break out. And we all know about the game changer from last year with Harold Perkins. My God, uh, you couldn't really script up a better game than what he played against Arkansas last year. Curtis, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. You guys have a good one. Thank you. That was Curtis Curtis Wilkerson, who covers Arkansas for the hogsports.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.